Steve King and Johnny Putman, and for Lisa Dent at WGN Radio. Boy, that's what people are singing, uh, particularly if they're at Midway Airport. Yeah. Uh, we, we saw an interview with one guy. He said, I think he'd been there, what, since uh, Thursday, Thursday, and they were saying the earliest he might be able to get out would be this coming Friday. Right. It's really hard to wrap your mind around exactly what happened that caused this meltdown, and it seems to be primarily Southwest Airlines that's, that's suffering as well as everyone that has a ticket on Southwest Airlines. And full disclosure, we're fans of Southwest Airlines. We fly Southwest, but boy, somehow the wheels fell off. Yeah, we wanted to spend a few minutes with Peter Greenberg, host of ION Chicago that you, excuse me, ION Travel that you hear right here on WGN Radio in Chicago. And Peter is in all these wonderful far-flung places. Uh, but and Peter, I'm not just saying this, we love your show. Yes. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate that. And it's nice to finally get to talk to you. We want to know what your take is on what has happened with Southwest Airlines. Well, let's start with weather, right? Everybody knew there was a storm coming. The weather forecasting has been excellent in the last couple of years. It allows airlines to do preemptive cancellations to be able to protect themselves, not to mention their crews and their passengers, so that nobody gets abandoned at an airport. You're just shutting down for a couple of days until the storm passes and they can get back on track. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of airlines did on this storm. But let's look at the numbers. Southwest, hold on to that story for a second. United Airlines canceled maybe 5% of their flights. Uh, JetBlue canceled 6% of their flights. American, only 1% of their flights because they did some preemptive cancellations. Southwest yesterday, 70% of their flights. So it's not weather-related anymore. It's Mm operation-related. It's system-related. And this is all under the control of the airline. They can't hang this on weather. Mm-hmm. And their own CEO, in, in an email to their to his own employees uh, late yesterday, early this morning, essentially said exactly the same thing, that their systems were antiquated, their communication systems relied on old technology, and when your pilots can't call the airline to find out where their planes are, oh. or the flight attendants can't call to find out what flights they're assigned to, and here's the crazy part, when the airline can't even find out where their planes are, they shut down. And that's exactly, for all intents and purposes, what Southwest Airlines has done. And Peter, nothing like this has ever happened in, in, the, in, in the, Earl, the the whole world of, of airline travel. Am I correct? Of course. No, of course it's happened. It happened with, with Continental Airlines a couple of years ago. It this, of this Airlines. magnitude? This, this big? No. no, nothing of this magnitude, but it happened. And they were able to fix their systems and update their systems to sort of mitigate the possibility in the future. Mm-hmm. Southwest Airlines, by their own admission, has not updated their systems, and that basically contributed to what we've just seen in the last couple of days. Well, if I can add a little bit of information to what you've just been saying, partly personal, uh, Patrick Chrisman, who is going to be joining us tomorrow to, to talk computers, he's supposed to be coming to Chicago this Saturday. We talked with Patrick last night. He had heard from Southwest. They said, okay, we'll let you change your flight. Now, this was on Monday night. He said, we'll let you change your flight with no charge because we don't think we're going to be able to get you out even on Saturday. So you might want to look at sometime into next week. So he's doing that. But also, he said just what you've been saying, being a computer expert, he said, historically, Southwest has the worst antiquated computer system of of just about all the airlines. It's true. 
true. I, look, I like you said you were fans of Southwest. I'm a fan of Southwest. They're a very on certain levels. They're the most efficient airline. They only operate one kind of equipment. That means their pilots are only trained on one kind of equipment. Their 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 ground staff is cross trained, so the guy who pushes the plane back can also unload the bags. They pride themselves on doing what? Turning flights around in under 20, in under 25 minutes. They don't nickel and dime you. They don't charge for check bags. There's a list of all the nice things that they do, and they do it well. This time, they basically threw in the towel. They did it, they did it terribly. Now, this raises a very important issue because, remember, if an airline cancels a flight because of weather, you don't have many rights as a passenger. Mm-hmm. But under the DOT rules, if the cancellation of the delay is caused by something that's totally under the operational control of the airline, mm-hmm. that's another story altogether. And based on what the CEO of Southwest Airlines said to his own employees later yesterday afternoon, that's what we're dealing with here now. And that's why the DOT has announced they're investigating the case. So if somebody's holding a Southwest Airlines ticket or had to spend money on a hotel or meals or other transportation, you better hold on to your receipts. There may be some restitution coming your way. That could be devastating, too, when you're talking about thousands, literally thousands. And, well, and this is probably going to cost them millions of dollars. Yeah, I'm thinking thousands of people that are holding their ticket, clutching it in anger because they didn't make that cruise mm-hmm. that they were planning on uh, getting a plane to Miami to, to connect, uh, weddings, funerals. But, but, remember, uh, but remember one important thing, guys. In the damages situation here, you can only claim the damages on the cost of the ticket. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you contracted them to do, to get you from point A to point B. They weren't involved in your sister's wedding mm-hmm. or your business meeting. Proving those kind of damages it goes, it gets into a court situation, very difficult to prove. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the contract of carriage, if they can't get you to your destination, they are obligated under the DOT rules to take care of your hotel, to take care of your meals, and to get you to your final destination. And the reality is their reputation is sullied for a very long time because if people are given a chance to go with another airline, it's quite possible they'll, you know, if they waited for three days to get on a plane or if they didn't get to go to a funeral, maybe they'll think twice about booking with this airline in the future. But, Peter, I don't know if you heard what Johnny was saying just a couple minutes ago about some of the other airlines charging enormous amounts of money to rebook people on their flights. Well, Here's a sort of a, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to actually call it a scam. (laughs) And here's the deal. The airlines were offering what they call storm waivers, which allowed people to rebook flights with no penalty uh, at a later date. Now let's get down to the definition of the three words at a later date. They gave passengers such a limited window to rebook that it was essentially meaningless because if you wanted to do it at a later date, the higher fares kicked in. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Look, most people flying at this time of the year are going home for the holidays. Mm-hmm. They're seeing relatives. They're going for specific family events and gatherings. They're, they're not going to rebook at a later date simply because it's not meaningful to them. It doesn't, it, it, they're not going there in January. They wanted to get there between December 15th and January 30, uh, December 31st. So, mm-hmm. so in a situation like that, everybody needs to remember one other thing. We learned this in the pandemic. It was part of my show for a month. Under the DOT rules, if an airline cancels your flight for any reason whatsoever, you're entitled to an immediate refund to back to your original form of purchase, even if you bought a so-called non-refundable ticket. Mm-hmm. And the airlines don't often volunteer that information. They offer you future flight credits mm-hmm. or vouchers. 
don't take it. Take the money. Mm-hmm. Now, we've talked about what has happened and where we are at this point. What are you hearing or what's your best guess about where we're going from here? How is Southwest, based on the information you're getting, how are they going to pull out of this? Well, they're going to pull out of it. I'm not worried about that. It's a question of how they're going to pull out of it. And they know, this is not exactly a news bulletin, that the DOT is investigating them. And that may result, in fact, I would probably say it will result in some enforcement action in terms of a serious fine against Southwest. Because the numbers of the flights that were canceled by the DOT's own estimation was unacceptable. Now, what, what will Southwest do knowing this fine is coming? They will do whatever they can to do immediate restitution and, and, and pay people back for a lot of their expenses mm-hmm. to do that before the fine is issued so they can mitigate the actual level of the fine. Because the DOT, if they see Southwest acting and you know, doing some goodwill nature here, mm-hmm. they will reduce that fine. But I would be shocked if there wasn't a fine levied against Southwest. Are you hearing anything at all about when Southwest may get back on schedule or close to a schedule? Oh, yeah. I, I can tell you they will get back. Whether or not, not <laughs> whether or notwithstanding, uh, I would say Sunday or Monday, mm. simply because they've given up on their schedule for the next five days. Ah. And so by giving up on that schedule, they're, they're basically... Uh, basically saying those people and those flights don't exist. So we're going to start from scratch on Sunday and we'll fill seats as needed and continue on our schedule. That's what I think they're going to do. So from an operational uh, point of view, they'll be able to get back, you know, by Sunday or Monday. Now, the goodwill part of it, the restitution part of it, the possible DOT fine and other consequences, that remains to be seen. We got a break, but real quick. So if if someone is listening to us right now and they're thinking, okay, I got to get from point A to point B, they should try to book that Monday or Tuesday flight now? Absolutely. Okay. Well, Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Nice to talk with you, and we can catch you on Eye on Travel right here on WGN Radio. Thank you again, Peter.